Hey there, it's Michael Costa from The Daily Show on Comedy Central. Ever wonder what happens behind the scenes or want to catch some extended interviews? Well, now you can. Listen to The Daily Show, Ears Edition podcast for full episodes, extended content, and a whole lot more. The Daily Show, Ears Edition is available wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to Comedy Central. I hate it when I call a girl to ask her out, but then I get scared and pretend like I was calling about something else. And I'm like, hey, Julie, it's Dan Mintz. I'm calling from Bank of America by your credit card. I believe in the Native American philosophy that when you go hunting, you should use every part of the animal you kill. Like the other day, I killed a polar bear. I used the jawbone to make a knife and I used the rest of the animal to have sex with. That was Dan Mintz. Hello, everybody. I am Tom Takar with another episode of Stand Up with Tom Takar. Hey, that's me. And uh, I'm, I'm psyched about the clips we got for you today. That one I love. It's Like I said, it's Dan Mintz. You may have recognized that voice because Dan plays Tina Belcher on Bob's Burgers, one of my favorite shows. But a lot of people don't know. He's also one of the best one-liner joke writers of all time. He's so funny. And I'm, of course, joined, as always, by the producer extraordinaire, Coach T. How are you, man? I'm doing well. How are you doing uh, today, man? I'm pretty good. I, you know, I go up and down. I've been struggling here and there. I This week, I've been really having a tough time with not doing stand-up. I've been doing the Zoom shows and stuff, but I miss the comedy seller so much, man. I think I just keep seeing pictures from when people were at the comedy cellar and i think we'll see man hopefully hopefully there will be a day in the not too distant future where there's a version of the comedy cellar we can still go back to and comedy clubs in general i don't know what it's going to look like i know that they're starting to dip their toe in and i have some dates books that haven't been canceled for june and july so i'm very curious to see if those are going to happen but if you go to comedy shows obviously be safe keep distance be smart, but I, as I'm selfishly hoping this stuff comes back just because I miss it so much. And it's funny. You ever have the thing where people tell you, like, people are always telling you to cherish stuff. They're like, you got to ah, cherish these yes, moments yes. because of this. Man, that's bullshit, I think. <laughs> because I did. Here's, what, here's why I think that. I did cherish my time, my last few weeks at the Comedy Cellar specifically, because I was coming out to L.A. for a while. So I was already... I did it. I cherished. <laughs> I did my cherishing. And it didn't matter. It still sucks. It's not like I look back like, oh. You didn't take I, it for granted. I didn't take it for granted. I loved it. I loved every every minute of it. And it still sucks. And also, like, I hate when people tell you to do that because it's like, what are you supposed to Okay, I'm doing it. I Here's me cherishing. <laughs> it doesn't yeah, make I it, don't know. It doesn't make it feel better. No, that's the thing is it doesn't make I do all I do now is miss those moments more because I'm like, yeah, I cherished it. I loved it. I was really in the zone in the moment. I miss 
just eating comedy cellar wings and like mm. and somebody posted this the other day i just miss eating comedy club chicken tenders and I, it was my friend irene too and i was like that is so true i miss just sitting in a green room and having like having just done a set and i'm just eating whatever they got like they carolines it's like they have this like salmon that's so good and i can st- i just that's when i think of com- maybe it's bad that when i think of comedy i mostly think about the food but what, uh what, what i'm hearing part you, of it what i'm hearing you describe is you had a family atmosphere and you miss it yeah that is it that's and, totally and that you it. have every right to do that and, and i relate to that and i liked that jerry seinfeld said something this week uh in an interview where he was like people are worried the comedy's not going to come back and he was like there's just no way that's true because there's almost no better feeling than laughing with people in a room and i i agree with that i, yeah. I that's why i did this in the first place is how much i love yeah tell, live comedy so tell that to our governor okay because <laughs> i agree but uh as far as list of stuff that gets open sure that's a really that's a tough argument it's just let people I, I sit agree. around and laugh I agree. I think that it won't be one of the first things that comes up for sure. And I, I that's why I'm saying I do want people to do it safely. I'm not trying to be irresponsible out of here. I'm just saying if there's a way to do it. Like I have a show in Brooklyn. We're talking about a way to do it where it's like on a rooftop. So it's not you have closed air or anything like that. And people will still be far apart from each other. Everybody has their own microphones. So who knows? There, I think there's ways to do it that are there. I think there are workarounds, but... I, I got some people are talking about doing I, my my girlfriend's mom had the idea of doing a drive-in uh, style yeah. oh, comedy show. I think that could work. Uh, check this out. I found a a drive-through strip club in Oregon. Oh, you found it, huh? <laughs> Tom, I don't like what you're suggesting. <laughs> it, it I show- was wondering why you were gone all week <laughs> driving to fucking Oregon. <laughs> it showed it showed up on my Twitter feed. I was I, it just, I was like, right? oh, and it was very interesting. I noticed your last couple of tweets were from Oregon, so <laughs> you don't realize it shows up on the bottom yeah, of your Twitter. I, I, I got to turn that location off. <laughs> <laughs> I want to get to before we before we bring the clips in. I, I I got a message from somebody. So a bunch of people have been messaging me about the show, which I really appreciate. And like I said, we don't have an email address. The show. Maybe I should make an email for the show. But you can do that. Um, yeah, I might do that. But as for now, I don't. We don't have an email, so you could feel free to DM me. It's Tom Takar T H A K K A R on like Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all that stuff. Um, and people have been using all of those and messaging me. And I, I hope I, I got back to you if you messaged me. If not, I, I try to get to everybody because I do have the time. And <laughs> the only excuse I have is that I just get worn out. But uh, I got some really nice messages from people. And I got one that I'm going to read because it stumped me. And I want to see if listeners of this show can help this person because I couldn't figure it out. And... I think this is be a fun way to utilize uh, our audience, but I got a message from someone named Lindsay. I won't say their last name. Hi, Tom. I've recently started listening to the podcast and love it. I am hoping that you can help me find a specific comedian. I heard a bit by this person on one of the Sirius XM comedy channels a few years ago. I almost crashed my car because I was laughing so hard, but I've never been able to find it again, and I don't even remember this comedian's name. It was a male comedian, and the joke was about him taking his son to an amusement park. 
They go on a roller coaster, and the dad slash comedian gets super motion sick, but doesn't want to show weakness to his kid, so tries to push through, but he ends up lying on the ground of the uh, of the park next to some old band-aids. Just thinking about <laughs> it now makes me smile. I hope you can find this comedian, and uh, better yet, this specific bit. Thanks. Um, Jesus. I, I did some homework, because I, I had some hunches. I thought maybe, you know, a dad who would do this. I was thinking maybe a Chad Daniels or a Dan Cummins or maybe even like uh, a Bert, uh, uh, Bert Kreischer. I was thinking maybe Bert Kreischer. And so I was, I was searching these bits and I couldn't find it. So if you by chance know this, send it in. Maybe we can help Lindsay out. And if you have questions like that, send them over and we'll try to do the same for you. I was hoping I could figure it out myself, but this one stumped me. Yeah. Um, so, so the... the 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 author of the inquiry, her name is Lindsay. That's Lindsay, yeah. Okay, Lindsay. If Tom cannot figure it out, it cannot be figured out. <laughs> I'm just gonna be honest with you. Well, this is what's tough about Sirius is they have all these um, comedy channels, and it it could have been any you know genre or time period, or it could be just some guy who put an album out himself and sent it over to them. So it's it's really tough. But it, hey, if you're a comic and this is your bit, send it over, baby. And uh, we'll we'll get you a new fan, but um, I'm getting a text message from Carlos Mencia right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's mine. <laughs> That's my classic bit. Carlos, no. Every every <laughs> clip you've played on this show is mine. <laughs> That's my bit. <laughs> oh man, we got some great clips this week. I'm I'm really excited for uh, for. Both these uh, these collections of clips that I picked, because I picked from two of my favorite comedians. The first one, Rory Scovel, has a new show on Comedy Central. They put the whole first season out on Comedy Central's uh, website, cc.com, that you can watch for free. You can see the whole thing for free. It's eight episodes, and it is great. It's Rory Scovel and a killer cast. It's uh, it's Mary Holland. It's Sashir Zameda and Carl Tart and a bunch of great comics. It is called Robbie. And again, you can see the whole thing for free right now on Comedy Central. So do that. The second group of clips is from Hannibal Burris. You know him. You love him. It's from his second album, Animal Furnace. So these are Rory Scovel and Hannibal Burris. Jordan Klepper from The Daily Show and Comedy Central. Ever wonder what happens behind the scenes or want to catch some extended interviews? Well, now you can. Listen to The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast for full episodes, extended content, and a whole lot more. The Daily Show Ears Edition is available wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. So it feels amazing. <laughs> I appreciate it. Uh, there are not words to describe what you guys just gave me. Uh, Amazing, that rush of energy. I'm kind of like, wow, quit giving it all to me. You know, you guys keep some of it, you know. Wow, just a wave, like a total wave, just. Absolutely incredible. I don't want to intimidate anybody. Uh, with my German accent. Do not, you know, get too freaked out. And German, yes, you know, Germany, we're chill. You know, we're chill. We're a chill place, you know. We sort of have to be now, you know. 
Yeah. Have to be. It's like the whole world saw what we did. Like literally every single person, like way before YouTube, saw all the footage. All of it. And I think, you know, as Germans, we're sort of overcompensating, I think. Have you ever seen, you know, German pornography? You know, you watch it, you're like, this is crazy. Like, what the f is this? Is this people having sex? And since they're shitting on each other? And since they're having sex again? It's disgusting. It's like, I know, like, can you even remember, like, any other crazy thing we did? <laughs> as a country? I don't, you know. Once you've seen this, it's like, <laughs> that's pretty much it for us on, you know, terms of the deep end, you know. That's kind of as far as we really went, you know. I am joking around, I want to do that, uh, that sort of German guy, I want to do that for a little bit, just to kind of kick things off. Freak some people out, some people were, they're like, what is this? What is this, a German dude? I can read the crowd, I can tell how you guys are. Uh, I do want to thank, uh, uh, you know, Comedy Central and, and John for having me uh, on the show. A lot of, uh, a lot of shows on television and a lot of uh, different, you know, comedy clubs in this country will not actually support a Christian comedian. And uh, <laughs> so I appreciate that, you know, one, for them having the courage, you know, Asking God, saying, should we have him on? And uh, God being like, I vouch for him. He's got some good stuff. He's got to know a bit. I mean, watch out. If you're on the Christian comedy circuit and you don't got to know a bit, get out of the business and get back into the Bible. Get right back into the Bible. That's sort of my catchphrase, get back into the Bible. If you guys know anything about the Christian comedy circuit, and I, you know, refuse to believe that the entire crowd doesn't like Christian comedy. <laughs> you know, a lot of Christians don't even like Christian comedy, I guess. <laughs> Talk about the Bible with you guys. I want to do a quick prayer just to kind of kick it off. <laughs> I told John to kind of start the show that way, and uh, I... Uh, pretty upset that he didn't do it, and that is, going to be, that is going to be his own issue when he's, you know, eternally suffering in hell. Let's go ahead and bow our heads. Uh, if you're watching at home, and I assume you are, or uh, I don't know where you'd be, you're like, I watch TV in my backyard, you know, get, get inside. Let's bow our heads. Let's bow our heads. All right, let's go and bow those heads. Bow our heads. Who wants to bow our heads? Let's bow our heads. Let's bow our heads. Heavenly Father, above us, beyond us, within us, outside of us, over here, over there, always looking down on us from heaven, trying to tickle us. Get out of here, Jesus. Get out of here, dude. Get out of here, dude. What's his deal, you know? Anybody ever ask that? What's his deal, you know? What's he been through? Quite a bit. Quite a bit. Quite a bit. Father, we ask you tonight to uh, help us pray for the homosexuals. Uh-oh, where's this joke going? 
I don't know either. <laughs> Help us tonight to pray for the homosexuals, a group so bold, so brazen. They chose a rainbow flag to signify their accomplishments and their struggles, knowing full well that the people who hate them have always hated colors. <laughs> and that, Okay, okay. Everybody who claps, gonna be, you're gonna get saved. You're gonna be saved. Everybody didn't clap, eternity of fire. You're gonna get to meet John though, he'll be there. A lot of people say it's Adam and Eve, not Adam and Steve. I say to myself, I kinda wish it was Steve because I bet he wouldn't have been so dumb to talk to a snake. Am I right, dudes? Where are my dudes at? Where are my dudes at tonight? <laughs> Women are dumb. Come on now. It's right there in the Bible. I mean, hell, Eve, did you even do a little bit of research? Do the other animals talk? They don't. Then sums up, girlfriend. Sums up. Steve wouldn't have fell for that. Steve would have been like, what the hell is that? Is that a talking snake? You get! You get! You get out of here! You get out of here! You get! You get out of here! Get out of my yard! Steve would have already called the Garden of Eden his yard. Right out of the gate. I go to the I go to black strip clubs. The white strip clubs are boring. They're good bars. <laughs> Just liquor there, some boring naked chick. That's cool. It's a good bar. Bad strip club. They dance to awful songs in white strip clubs. I don't want to see you dance to Marilyn Manson, the dope show. I thought this chick dancing. She was dancing to Madonna, Take About. Always been like, why are you dancing to that? Now I'm thinking of the video. It was sad with the matador. He died or something. <laughs> Why don't you dance to the songs that rappers made specifically for the strip club? Shake that ass while I throw money that I made selling crack. Like, yo, this is good. This is good music for this environment. I like, uh, I'm a big rap fan. I, I went to a concert. I saw this group Odd Future perform. They had some good songs, uh, but the closing, the, the, the hook to their closing song was, kill people, burn shit, fuck school. Kill people, burn shit, fuck school. But it doesn't seem like they're getting more reasonable as they go along. <laughs> I kill people, that's murder, that's awful. Burn shit, it depends on what you're burning, right? This is a control fire, go ahead, do your thing. <laughs> fuck school, that's just truancy. What are you standing on, man? That's weak. Who hasn't missed class before? They're gonna get more and more reasonable in their raps. Kill people, burn shit, fuck school, I hate spam email. That's annoying. When you think you got an email from a friend and it's already, it's spam, stop messing with my emotions. And I hate hotel TVs. Why do we start on the menu channel instead of the channel I was watching already? I've already seen Limitless. 
But why does iTunes keep trying to get me to download a new version? I got a new version a couple days ago. I'm fine with this version. It plays music. <laughs> this is rapper Young Jeezy. He has a song where he says, How stupid, dumb, big, my rooms got rooms. Right. Nah, Jeezy, those are closets. <laughs> those aren't extra rooms in your rooms. Jeezy. He be the worst real estate agent ever. Right here, we have a 34-bedroom house. Let me show you around the property. Great feature of this place. Some of the rooms have extra smaller rooms in them. You have to sleep in these rooms like this. Very unique sleeping situation inspired by the Japanese. And let me show you to the bathroom. The bathroom is great. You have a regular-sized tub, then you have a miniature tub to sink. Sexy. My other nemesis in life is my teenage cousin. I don't like him at all. I think he's a horrible person, and I hope he doesn't get into college. <laughs> if one of y'all was whooping his ass right now, I'd let you get four more hits in before I stop. You're like, hey, 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 get off my cousin, man. <laughs> he always talks trash about my comedy. Hey, Hannibal, we're watching you stand up on y'all talk. It wasn't funny, man. <laughs> so I had to figure out what can I say back to this 17-year-old boy that'll destroy him because I'm not letting this slide. I'm very petty. And I figured it out, and I just accused him of masturbating because teenagers can't handle that. Their psyches are weak. So I say, what, man? You coming from jagging off? Said, no, I wasn't jagging off, Hannibal! Why would you say that? Do not jag off. I will never jag off. Get out of here, Hannibal! Why you want me to get out of here so you can jag off? Said, no! That won't work on me, I'm 28. You say, Hannibal, you jacking off? Yeah. <laughs> yes, I was jacking off. I was jacking off so I can have sex for longer later. That's grown man stuff. I'm planning out my life. <laughs> Sometimes when I watch porn, I put my hoodie on so I feel creepier. <laughs> Sometimes I get under the computer so it feels like I'm spying on them, like, yeah. Everybody needs a masturbation hoodie, in my opinion. It's necessary. You have to keep your top warm because your bottom is exposed. Life is all about balance. <sighs> so I've gained weight in the past year, so. Uh, people love to tell you when you've gained weight, they give you no advice after. Hey, you got fat. All right, see you later. And that's, that's it. I picked up a men's health magazine. I only picked up one, no need to subscribe. It's the same magazine every month. Get rock hard abs, check out these shirts. Here's some stuff to say to fuck girls. Every issue. Six pack abs, 10 pack abs, 12 pack. What if I want an odd number of abs? What if I want a five pack to show people I'm still humble? Like, yo, what did Hannibal do to isolate that flab right there, man? He has five muscles in one piece of flab right there. How much does this dude hate symmetry? The weirdest people in my life talks to me about my weight. My grandmother, Hannibal, you've gained weight. What does this mean, Grandma? We can't fuck anymore. Like, why are you talking to me about my weight? You're my grandmother. Hannibal
struggle, you gain weight. Yeah, your titties are really sagging, Grandma. Why are we talking about each other's bodies right now? I don't know what your motivation was. I was just being defensive. do eat at restaurants a bunch. Whenever I eat at a restaurant, I never put the napkin in my lap. I never put the napkin in my lap. And people say, Hannibal, why don't you put the napkin in your lap? Because I believe in myself. <laughs> I believe in my ability to not spill food in my pants because I'm a goddamn adult. And I've mastered the art of getting food from my plate to my mouth without messing up my jeans. You need to believe in yourself too and get your life together. That's for babies. Have some confidence in your eating abilities and hand-eye coordination. Believe in yourself. <laughs> Believe in yourself like one of those weird ass clothing stores that only have six shirts in them. <laughs> so many questions. How much do these shirts cost? How long have y'all been here? Why is there a DJ? <laughs> in a store. Hey, can I check out this shirt? Nah, I'm spinning right now. <laughs> My judgment gets messed up more by food and juice than it does by drugs or alcohol. Two examples of this. On my way to the airport, I bought a McGriddle, bacon, egg, and cheese. I go to the airport, stop the security, go get a newspaper. I get to my gate, the McGriddle is gone. Very upset. I go back to where I bought the newspaper from. Excuse me, did y'all find a bacon, egg, and cheese McGriddle? It's very important to me. It had a hash brown with it if you need clothes. They said, no, I walked back to my gate, defeated the American Airlines lady. Says, is your name Hannibal Burris? Yeah, it is my name. Did I write my name on the McGriddle or something? She says, no, you dropped your passport here. But I didn't realize I dropped my passport because I was so busy trying to recover a bacon, egg, and cheese McGriddle that I didn't care about international travel. Whatever, going to other countries is overrated. Where else am I going to find a McGriddle? Those are scarce. I love apple juices, my favorite of the juices. Uh, one day, me and my girlfriend go to the grocery store. Mott's Fresh Press Natural Apple Juice, $1.79 for a half gallon. That's a great sale. We get eight bottles. <laughs> eight bottles is all we have on the belt. In front of us is an old man looking back, shaking his head. Nah, nope, nah. nah. What's wrong, old man? You mad because we have all this apple juice? You can go get some, too. It's over there now for, but if not, stop judging us. Hell yeah, we are hoarding apple juice, taking advantage of this sale before this store realizes what a horrible mistake they made. <laughs> And you know what? We're back here happy with our apple juice. And you're up there lonely with the chili and your beans. You lonely chili and beans eating old man. <laughs> but it took me a minute to realize he wasn't shaking his head because of the apple juice. He was shaking his head because my girlfriend was white. And he didn't agree with that. <laughs> but I was so caught up in the euphoria of having all that apple juice. <laughs> that for a minute, I lived in this world where racism didn't exist. Like, Yo, it's obvious that this old man is just an apple juice hater. And he's just mad because he can't get all the apple juice that I'm getting right now. Hey, thanks a lot, y'all. Appreciate y'all coming. That was Rory Scovel and Hannibal Burris. I love those clips so much. I think about that Hannibal joke all the time about his cousin and how um, 
and how you can just accuse a kid of masturbating and they get all shy and embarrassed and it's it <laughs> makes me laugh so much that impression of his cousin the Hannibal we saw you stand up it's it's so funny <laughs> yeah. uh, I whenever I think of Hannibal that is the clip I think of even though it's kind of a weird it's it's very specific but it's one of my favorite jokes and I was the first I met Hannibal opening for him and he was doing that hour and it, it blew me away and I was already a fan and I was like damn he is just getting better and better and the other clip you heard of course was Rory Scovel Rory is one of my favorite comedians of all time I he might be in my it, he's maybe in my top like five comics that currently I love him so much I'm a huge fan and um his, his new show, Robbie, is on Comedy Central right now. He's so funny. The show is great. I watched the first three episodes last night, and it's it's such a great cast. I said it before, but it's Mary Holland, Carl Tart, Rory Scovel, um, so much more. It's it's just really, really funny. Cisier Zameda is in it. It's star-studded cast of really funny people, and the premise is that he's a basketball coach for a church league and uh he's perfect for it and what i love about the clip that i just that we just played that's uh like i said that's from uh his set on john oliver's uh stand-up show that was on comedy central and it, the whole set's on on youtube if you want to watch it again it's on comedy central stand-up youtube where you can see all kinds of good stuff um but that that whole set is on there and what i love about it is he opens doing that german character and then he he drops the German character and then goes into this Southern character that is also not his voice. It's just him doing a character that's doing these bits. Has one of my favorite bits on it of all time, the uh, Garden of Eden bit about um, Eve talking to a snake. And uh, <laughs> and um, it's, it's just so funny that he goes from one character to another and people in the YouTube comments are always like, what is his voice like? What what's the re, what's real? And it's it's hard to find it. And Robbie is him kind of doing that southern character the whole way through, and he's he's just so funny with it. And Rory, I, I want to talk about Rory for a bit because I like I said, he's one of my favorites. He's one of the, his first album changed how I thought about comedy. And I remember where I was when I heard it because I was riding with a buddy. We were on our way to a, a terrible gig in um, Danville, Kentucky. And um, we we were both kind of just like, ah, we got to pass the time. We had heard about Rory. I had been hearing about Rory for for a while from um, people in Atlanta would come through my hometown and they would all be like, if you haven't seen Rory Scovel yet, you have to see him because he's going to be famous. And I was like, okay, whenever you hear about a comic like that, sometimes you go, yeah, let me. For some reason, we don't believe in comics we don't we've never heard of before like i think i've said this on the show before but with musicians if you haven't heard of them you go oh yeah i think i've heard of them but uh yeah i, I think I, I know something from them but you want you almost pretend like you know about it because you don't want to look like a dumbass but with comedy if you haven't heard of somebody you you often go eh, i haven't even heard of them so how, how could they be good i i didn't do that with work because i was just hearing him being raved about but i was just a little bit like yeah i, I want to see it we'll see and then I watched this clip of him. He does this. He has the clip on YouTube of him at this gig that's at a hotel, and it's. It, I don't know if it's a corporate or what, but it's a weird setup for a show. And they have a glass elevator behind him, and he has a wireless mic. And so he just starts wandering off while he's talking in the middle of his set, and takes the the elevator up while he's do while he's going, and it's. Very experimental, very experimental, and he's killing. It's really funny at the same time. And I just remember watching him and going, 
oh yeah, this is fun. I, I, you forget that comedy is supposed to be fun as a performer because you spend so much time being technical about joke writing and trying to be original and write unique perspective stuff, all this, whatever. Listening to putting Rory's album on after I had seen that clip, immediately I was transfixed and I was like, I, it, it just changed how I thought about comedy completely because I was hearing somebody play around on their album and not that that's never done before, never been done before, but the way he was doing it, the, the confidence that he has as a performer and just how great he is as a performer. He, he has, he truly improvises on stage and that's very rare in comedy. Some people pretend to improvise during standup and some people really do improvise a little bit in standup. Rory did a whole group of hours that are all him improvising and you think, yeah, some people do improv, whatever. This, this is an insane feat to, to accomplish, to do an hour of stand-up comedy. You're alone and make it entertaining and make it funny. And by all accounts of when he did those live shows, and I'm pretty sure they're they're coming out in some form. Um, it's insane because an act takes years to craft and he's able to do this just on the fly. And I've seen him do it. I... I when he came to my hometown in Bloomington, I remember going to every show and being blown away by how funny he was and hearing him go in and out of those characters. I was shocked to see somebody that brave on stage to just leap into something, not knowing where it's going to go and coming out on top almost every time. It's, it's really, it's magic in the room to watch Rory Scovel. And I think that, if you if you hadn't seen a lot of his stuff before, I I'd say the Rory Scovel starter kit is is this set that I played, and then he, on Conan he's just one of the greatest who's ever done it. His his Conan sets he does the same thing where he does he does he opens this with this southern character I, and he sticks with it the whole time. And all the comments are people who think he's southern and are confused when they find out that he's not because it's so silly and and it's 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 hard to explain why it's so great i mean the jokes are funny and it's just a great performance so it's 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 just really good i mean he's he's one of my favorites for a reason i watch so much comedy and i i've been very captivated by by rory's whole career so that is uh that is right had you seen had you seen rory before coach know the name but i was thoroughly impressed with the clip i said tom is picking his ass off <laughs> <laughs> You, you did your thing this week, Tom. Uh, and why? And why Hannibal? I was dying on your Hannibal picks, by the way. But what what made you feel Hannibal like tonight? I think I got. I I wanted to play the Hannibal clip along. I pick, I I knew that Rory had this show coming out, and I saw him promoting it, and I was like, I gotta I gotta play something from Rory this week because I I want to I want people to see how funny he is and to be reminded about this show that he has coming out. And then I was remembering that time of my life um, when I when I discovered. Rory and it was around the same time that I was getting into Hannibal and I I remember listening to this hour and his first album that's also on Comedy Central that's great and sorry um two of the CDs that I have that uh that play a lot in my car I I had Dilation which is Rory Scovel's first album also on Comedy Central and uh, I'm sure we'll probably play some clips from that at some point too but I uh I also every time I turn on my car because I have, I bought this Hannibal album on iTunes. My name is Hannibal. So every time I would start my car, that album would start playing from track one. 
And so when I think of listening to albums in my car and especially around that time, it's, it's hand like it's Hannibal and Rory and like Anthony Jeselnik and John Mulaney. But yeah, I, I just, I, I don't know exactly why Hannibal popped into my head, but I love that stuff. I, I love that album so much. I think there's, I think about that apple juice bit all the time. Yeah, that and was I, a, a very uh, a unique way of uh, approaching racism. I loved it. I, I love it when a bit like when a bit makes me look at something I was already familiar with, but it was like, oh my god, like you found something I didn't see, because Hannibal mentioned how uh, how Young Jeezy said I had rooms and stuff. my rooms have rooms, and those are just closets. And I was like, God damn, that's hilarious. I'm glad you brought that up because <laughs> I I forgot I wanted to talk about that. Uh, the a lot of comedians have a, a lot of very technical comics have problems with comedians who pick apart rap lyrics because uh-huh. it's kind of like shooting fish in a barrel at some point it can be really easy yeah. but the the ones that Hannibal picked I do I remember seeing him do that rooms and rooms thing live yeah. and it, I couldn't stop laughing those are closets yeah it's so, it's so funny the idea of looking at a closet in your house and saying man I got extra rooms yeah. it's yeah. so funny yeah I um, love that. yeah I love that too um another thing I wanted to talk about that I just realized is uh and it's going back to the the Rory show. Um, I, I started watching the show last night, and my my girlfriend was like, "Oh my god, this show is made for you," because I was into Christian basketball. Because whoa, whoa, uh, what does that mean? It means okay. So I was a little fat boy in uh, in Indiana. Indiana is oh yeah, basketball, the basketball to get the girls right. That's what it was. Well, there's that, but I I also loved basketball. I loved Reggie Miller, and I loved I I. The main thing I've been looking forward to every week during quarantine is this Michael Jordan documentary series. That's mm. I'm obsessed with it. It's so good, and um, I but I was obsessed with basketball as a kid. And in Indiana, everybody wanted to play basketball. Every every kid could shoot. You know, it's it's just part of Indiana. And I wanted to play so bad. I watched the NBA every like every game that was on TNT, whatever whatever channel the games came on it didn't matter who was playing i watched every night and i i couldn't imagine a life where i wasn't in the nba and i'm not talking about i'm 10 years old i'm talking about 15 it was too late it was too late but i was so delusional that i was like maybe because you see in in uh in all these uh the NBA, the, the Jordan docs, all every episode they're like, and then Dennis Rodman went from five eight to six eight over a summer. And yeah, it's like yeah, it I was waiting for that. I just kept being uh. like, oh well, I'm probably about to have that happen. And so I was getting myself ready. I was like, yeah, I'm not playing right now, but I'll be in the league. I'm gonna <laughs> have that growth because one of my brothers who has a different dad is my half brother was like six four. So I was like, well, I'll probably get to six four. I'm five ten. And wow. I was like, I was like, oh, I'll have that growth spur probably this summer. And then each summer passed, and I didn't get any taller or barely. Yeah, and and wow. also, I was still a fat little uh, boy who uh, could only shoot. Basically, I could shoot threes all day, and that was about it. Huh. But uh, but because of that, I c- I kept getting cut from my team. My team, my high mm. school team, won the uh, 
state championship um like right after i graduated it was a really strong team so it was very it wasn't like oh we just let people on the team i i was there was no chance i was gonna make it so then i started i started going to a baptist church because my friends went there i was i wasn't really into church or religion or anything yeah but i found out you could play basketball there you they had like a team that you could be on you could play like intramural basketball with them so then i got really into it and like it's the type of shit where the court didn't even have a three-point line like it, it was terrible but i got to play i was like a dominant player because as uh, God might love these kids, but he didn't give them a jumper. So <laughs> I, I was able to, I was able to play there. And so I, I was like, this Robbie show is perfect for me because he's in the world that I was in. Oh. It's uh it's, it's really good. And I'm, I'm thrilled that, uh, that he had something, uh, that's out because I'm a huge fan. And I think, uh, I think people are really going to like this show. Yeah. I was cut from my high school basketball team too. And my junior high basketball team. Same here, man. Yeah. It's brutal. I never made a single one of those teams. And then I lost yeah. a bunch of weight in college and I played like intramural yeah. and was able to play. And I was like, damn it, if I had done this yeah. like but, five but, years ago, I might have been able to at least play freshman basketball. But But Tom, I'm 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 from Ridgecrest and Ridgecrest has two junior highs and one high school and it's ninety nine percent white. So <laughs> <laughs> there was only three black people and, and one just kept getting cut. So <laughs> That hit a little different. <laughs> that does hit different, man. That's brutal. But I f- so I feel your pain. It's emotional. I wasn't ready for that. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. Indiana's pretty white too. So, but especially Bloomington. But that's kind. Of, I think that's also. I was like, you know, maybe I'll have a shot. But it's like all these kids were good. So it's yeah. every. I'm telling you, every kid in Indiana kind of can play it's it's very i can imagine that indiana, i mean not everybody indiana, you know, most. that's hoosiers too right yep that's yeah, i can country. imagine that man i i get done up out there <laughs> i had to take it to 2k i can't be in the streets like that <laughs> so so you got some more comedy for us before we get out of here yeah we got another clip for you guys before we get out of here this clip is from bill burr's the ringers show and um this one's really good it's they just put it up on comedy central's instagram this week this is punky johnson hey did you know that um punky johnson is like like my friend oh is that right i, I think i can say that Oh hell yeah, that's awesome! I consider her to, I consider her to be friends. I mean, it's Hollywood, so it is what it is. But <laughs> and uh, yeah, she used to be. Uh, she's a, a store. Exactly. She's a store comic, right? Yes, yeah. yes, a, a store killer. To be honest, yes. she's a uh, you know she's a uh, she gets it in in there. And uh, I'd heard a bunch well. of stuff. I'd heard a, a bunch of good stuff about Punky Johnson, and I don't think I'd ever seen. I don't know if we've ever been on a show together. So I was like, I saw that clip pop up, and I was like, oh, I definitely want to check her out because great energy. I like, I like watching those Bill Burr ringer sets because they're set up really well. I feel like the the room is really cool and they picked great comics. So this is Punky Johnson. Y'all seem fun. Y'all ready to have some fun? That's good because I am too. How y'all doing? How y'all feel? God damn it. Life is real. I just like to have fun. I feel like life is too serious. It get too real sometimes. You know, we all deal about these codes. You feel me? That shit crazy. I got a gay code I live by. This how it go. Where I come from, if it's two women in a relationship, then one of them gotta be the man. <laughs> nah, how do they determine who's the man is simple. Whoever played basketball. 
is the dude, right? And that's me, I got a mean dribble. Pull up, fellas, what's happening? Now here's the thing, I don't agree with the rule. I don't agree with that shit. I don't wanna be the man. I feel like I'm too sexy to be the man. I'm beautiful, you feel me? Like I got beautiful long hair. It's all mine, straight from the scalp. I got beautiful teeth, I got beautiful titties. Can't really see them right now because I got my gay vest on so they strapped down to my stomach right now. But I got the best areolas in the game, you feel me? I got beautiful kneecaps, I have beautiful feet, okay? I'm too cute to be a man. I have beautiful, my toes go the way the Lord, my toes go in the chronological order. That God said toes are supposed to go. It go my big toe and then my second toe. Like my second toe is not bigger than my first toe. You understand what I'm saying? I don't agree with the rule, but I follow it. I follow it because I don't want my gay people to push me out of my own community. So that means that I'm the best husband that I can be. That means that at home, I might not know how to fix that leak in that roof, but I go up there. <laughs> I be climbing that ladder looking like a damn fool. I don't know how to fix that shit. It's all a lie, right fellas? And I might not know what's going on with that engine, but I pop that hood. <laughs> I'd be like, don't worry about it. I talk to my wife, I'm like, don't worry about it, baby. I got it. <laughs> I know exactly what we need. <laughs> we gonna need some help. We gonna need some help, girl. I don't know how to fix this. I just do my man thing, man. I just do my man thing. I'm getting good at it too, man. Every other Saturday, I'm out there. I'm mowing the lawn, you feel me? Doing my man thing. My wife, she come outside, she bring me some lemonade. Would you like some lemonade? I'll be like, what's going on with that laundry? You feel me? I'm on my man's shit. <laughs> I pay the bills. I walk on the opposite side of the sidewalk. If the car jumped the curb, I'm the first to die. I don't want to die. <laughs> but I'll go out a hero. I'm on my man thing. This is the thing. I'm doing so good in my man role that things be happening to me throughout the day that remind me that I'm a whole bitch and it's starting to make me mad. And it's not this big ass titties that remind me that I'm a bitch. It's when I get a bubble in my pussy. <laughs> Ladies, you ever get a bubble in your pussy? And then you gotta... You gotta pop it out? That's when I be like, why am I out here mowing this goddamn lawn and I got a bubble in my pussy? Why am I out here paying these bills and I got a bubble in my pussy, bitch? All right, that was Punky Johnson from her set on The Ringers. You can check that on Comedy Central's stand-up YouTube page. And if you like it, sub- subscribe to it. Share the bit. Share uh, this podcast, why don't you? Uh, yeah, like, subscribe, share, do all that good stuff. Comment, review. We appreciate it big time. I really appreciate all the reviews. And uh, now it is time for the Tom algorithm. If Just like Netflix has their algorithm, if you like this movie, you might like this. If you like Rory Scovel, I think you'd love Casey James Salengo, Amber Nelson, and Dave Stone. If you like Hannibal Burris, check out Dusty Slay, another unique voice comic. He's really funny. And my buddy, Emil Wakim, who is a youthful dude who's got his finger on the pulse and he's really, really funny. And uh, also Clark Jones. And also, if you know what bit Lindsay is referring to, this roller coaster dad who gets nauseous, send it in so we can solve this. Uh, and also, if you have any questions or comments that you want to get straight to me, message it over. We don't have an email yet, but just uh, just send it over to me. Tom Takar, T-H-A-K-K-A-R. And that's it for this week's show. Send in questions and love. We'll see you next week with more jokes. 
This has been a Comedy Central podcast. Hey there, it's Michael Costa from The Daily Show on Comedy Central. Ever wonder what happens behind the scenes or want to catch some extended interviews? Well, now you can. Listen to The Daily Show, Ears Edition podcast for full episodes, extended content, and a whole lot more. The Daily Show, Ears Edition is available wherever you get your podcasts.